Blog Talk Radio.
I am, Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday, and a blessed new year to you. Amen? Amen. As you can tell, Pastor's already laughing. Something is funny, but we won't tell you the joke right now. Amen? (laughs) Amen. Father, we want to thank you. We made it to a new year. And I pray for all the people who used up all their ammunition last night. Please see to it that they get some more. Amen. Amen. Hmm? Okay. They had a good time last night shooting them guns. No, beyond. They were having a great time. And I was trying to sleep, personally speaking, but they were having a good time. So finally they stopped and I went back to sleep. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I'm glad they had a good time safely. And I'm glad that they saw that there was something to be celebrated, that you brought us through what we refer to as another year, and we transitioned to a new place in you. Thank you. Thank you. All that was behind us is is gone now, and we're not calling it back either. That was a heartfelt one, amen. And we're looking to new vistas in you, full of hope and expectation and joy in the Holy Ghost. Can you say amen? Amen. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian internet church and a local church assembly founded in the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Amen. Congratulations, you made it to a new year. Let's make the best of it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's redeem the time. Yes, the days are evil, but we were born for a time such as this. We're in the kingdom for such a time as this. Amen? Amen. Don't be all downcast because it's dark outside. You see, when you turn down the outside lights, you can see the inside lights a lot better. Amen? And we're going to shine for Jesus. Amen? Amen? Yes, it's dark outside, but those that are in the dark are going to see our light and be attracted to our God. They think they have a light, but they just don't understand that's going out very quickly. The true light, Jesus Christ, is the light of the world. So they're going to have to grow up too. How about that? Amen. God is busy separating those that are truly his believers from those that have been faking it the whole time. So I urge you to be on the right side of his separation. Amen. There have been churchgoers and there have been true Christians. And he's separating the churchgoers from the true Christians. I'm hoping and praying 
that you're on the right side of his separation. Amen? Because he knows not only if you've been naughty or nice, he knows if you're truly committed to him or if you're just faking it. Yes, it's real. He's real. He's real in my soul. Mm-hmm. There's a real Jesus and a real commitment to have to him. There's a real life to live before him. There's a real love to share with him. It's real. Christianity is real. There are plenty of fakers, but they're not the real ones. There's a real Christianity. Amen? There's a real one. You might have been exposed to something that hmm, maybe was immature at the time, or maybe something just wasn't real at all. But there's a real love in Jesus Christ. It's the true love. There's a real light in Jesus Christ. There's a real walk. There's a real commitment. There's a real trust. There's a real loyalty. It's real. It's not a fabrication of anyone's imagination. It's real. And if you've been a fraud all these years, I challenge you this morning to change. Be the change that you think you see in other people. Be that change. You do it. You do it in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Praise God. You see, there are real people with ordinary lives that have done extraordinary things for Jesus because they sold out to him. They stopped being fraud. They stopped putting on a show. They start living for him for real. They actually submitted to him and surrendered to him. And if you desire, you can do it too. But you have to want to do it. Amen? There are things God has called us to be and to do, but we have to want to. He'll help us want to, but there's a part that you have to put into you. You know, trust is spelled T-R-U-S-T. You is right in the middle of it all. You is right in the middle of it all. And you have to want Jesus more than you want anything else. You have got to trust Jesus more than you trust anyone else. You have to obey Jesus no matter what you want to do. You have to love Jesus more than you love anyone else. And it's up to you to make that choice. Amen? Amen. So that's the way it is. Amen. We're going to celebrate Holy Communion in just a moment. But before we do, I want to thank some people. I want to thank the people who have been thankful for this ministry over the years and have stuck with this ministry and supported this ministry and encouraged its leadership and members, I want to thank you if you're one of those persons. I want to thank you for your unselfish giving. 
I want to thank you for your prayers and commitment. I want to thank you for the place you've taken in the kingdom of God. It's made my journey better, and I want to thank you for that. And I know that I speak on behalf of the rest of the leadership of this ministry. Amen? You make the going worth it. Yes, you make a difference. You make a difference. Every time you do one thing to bless us, to encourage us, to help us, you help this ministry to continue and to stand. And I give you a round of applause. Thank you. All of your cards of encouragement, all of your words, every gift, Every little thing, all the prayers you've placed in the GP room, all of those things that you've done from your heart for us, I want to thank you for. Because you see, just as you've done it to us, you've done it to Jesus. And there's a reward for you in heaven and in this life for the love that you have shared. You see a church shares the love of God. Yes, there will always be people that are on the take. All they want to do is take, and they give little to nothing. But there are those of you who have opened your heart, your wallet, your lives, and your expressions of appreciation to us. And so as we begin this leg of our journey, I want to express our true gratitude, appreciation, not just for what you have done, but for you as a saint of God. Amen? Amen. Know that this comes from the bottom of our hearts. We don't have um, anything to gain from this. We just love you, and we want you to know it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to thank those of you. Uh, that have been sending in cards for Sister Tammy and the ones that are coming in for Sister Favi. This is a church. We love one another. When one of us hurts, all of us feel it. There is no such thing in this church as you're crying and I can't taste salt. You'll get that after a while. If you're hurting, I feel it. Amen? You're not in this by yourself. You say, well, there's nobody in my area. The Holy Spirit is in your area. Stop ignoring him. Amen? And he has hands and arms and feet high. And sometimes it shows up in your mailbox. Amen? Amen. So try to remember that we're not an electronic connection. We're a holy connection established by a holy God. And his holy love comes to you through holy people. Open up and receive the love. You know, there's some of you that won't come up in the chat room. You won't put your prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. You want to sit in your little isolated world. Well, I've got news for you. That's not the way God made the body of Christ. If you're in the body, he puts you someplace because he wants you there. He wants you to experience his love on another level. Amen. He does. And he expects you to participate. 
Amen. Praise God. He expects you to come out of the world of selfishness, fear, terror, and self-centeredness and open your heart wide to his body because there's much love to pour out to you. See, love changes people. Prayers do, but God's love really does change people. So if you want more love, open yourself to the body of Christ here. We have fully demonstrated to you over the years that that's what we're about. So it's up to you. You can obey the word of God, or you can stay in that little cubicle that you put yourself in. It's a lot more fun out here with us than it is in the cubicle, believe me. And you're a lot less prone to be attacked by the enemy hanging out with the sheepfold than in your little cubicle. So you decide. It's a year of decision, and you have to decide for yourself. Amen. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. (laughs) The saints are saying what they got to say. I know. We're vocal. By the way, those of you who have not joined us in our chat room, I'm going to invite you to do that now. We have a chat room on our website. MiracleInternetChurch.com. And when the page comes up, click MIC Radio Chat. When the page changes, click Get. When the page changes, sign in using your own name. Stop hiding. Come out of hiding. The demons know who you are. God knows who you are. Come out of hiding, okay? Sign in using your name. And say hi to the saints. They will say hi to you because they're very receptive, very accepting, and very loving. Amen? So don't be a snob. Sign in. Amen? Praise the Lord. I know that some of you uh, have had experiences in the past where you might have tried to be friendly in church and you got your feelings hurt. Well, we have learned since then that we don't make decisions out of old hurts and disappointments. That does not please God. We turn over a new page and start again. We invite you to do the same. Amen? Amen. That's the way to live in Christ. So sign in. They'll say hi to you. No, they will not pry into your business. They will cheer you on. Amen? And you could use some cheer. Praise God. Heavenly Father, I need to get my Bible out, and I think I'll do that right now. We want to repent of whatever we still have wrong, you know, that stuff. You died for us. You decided you would be the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus Christ. I'll never stop thanking you for that. I needed a lamb a precious lamb, a holy lamb, a sacred lamb, to die for my sins and to take my sins away. Thank you for being the lamb of God for me. Thank you for being the lamb of God for me, the precious lamb of God who took away the sins of the whole world. If you had not done that, Lord, I wouldn't be holding this conversation with you now. 
I wouldn't be able to forgive because there would be no true basis for my forgiveness. I couldn't receive forgiveness either. Those are crucial to my survival. I'm glad you decided to be the Lamb of God for me. Thank you for your precious blood. Thank you for cleansing me over and over and over again. Thank you for opening my eyes so that I could see that you are the Lamb of God for me. It wasn't those other things that were glittering that I thought was gold. I hadn't fully understood the story that I was being told. But the day came when my blindness went away, and I could see you much more clearly on that day. And I told you then, I'd do anything you said so that I could miss hell, and you answered. So I want to thank you for being the Lamb of God for me. I want to thank you, Lord. We're about to forgive each other as the body of Christ. We're about to do this a little different today. So, saints, get your forgiver out. It's time to use it. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I forgive the sins of everyone that's listening to this broadcast today. And that includes me. I ask you to forgive us all and to cleanse us and to make our sins white as snow. We receive your forgiveness. Thank you. And we give you praise. Amen. Now, if you have your elements, it's time to enjoy Holy Communion. Amen. Yes, Lord, who the Son has set free is free indeed. Mm. If you have your elements, for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. You know, Lord, sometimes we betrayed ourselves. But in the same night in which you were betrayed, you took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me, partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. And there was no coffee in your cup, Lord. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This is the New Testament in my blood. 
This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. All the days. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. Yes, Lord. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Father, in the name of Jesus, a pope has recently passed from this life to the next. It is my hope that he repented of his sin before he left. Now, Lord, there are going to be a lot of people going through a lot of form, fashion, and tradition with his burial. But I'm going to ask a favor of you. I'm going to ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you intervene, that you intervene in your very own chosen way to remind people that you and you alone are God. Thank you, Jesus. Boy, I didn't know you wanted me to pray that one, but you sure did. Thank you, Lord. Good morning, Father. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, this is the day that you have made for me to experience more of you. I have chosen to rejoice and to be glad, regardless of any circumstance. I have made the choice to celebrate you and our love relationship. I thank you for loosening me from the spirit of the world. I am free, and you have given me the Holy Spirit so that I might know the things that you have freely given to me. When I was still being controlled by the spirit of the world, I lived a disobedient life every day. If the ad said to buy electronics, I bought electronics. If a new fashion came, I bought the new fashion. If they said it, I said it too. I was so concerned about doing what everybody else was doing that I couldn't find you, and I almost completely lost myself. But God, 
But God, I regret that I allowed myself to think the ways that the world thinks and call it intelligence. What a fool I was. But because of your great love for me and your continued mercy, you brought me to life in Christ so that you could show me the incomparable riches of your grace. Help me to prepare my mind for action. Help me to prepare my mind for action. Teach me the beauty and the power of self-control. I set my heart fully on your grace. I will be holy because you are holy. I thank you, Father, that you have given me the gift of your Holy Spirit, who is strong and powerful. The Godhead is saving me from the curse of lust and perversion that has affected the generations in my world and in my life. I am trusting the Holy Spirit to give me the power for full relief from spirits of lust and perversion. Father, help me to keep my heart diligently. Help me to quench perversion from my lips and from my eyesight. Teach me to reconsider by the scripture the path of my feet. I am asking for your ways for me to be established, not my old paths of sin. Teach me, Father, to train my eyes in the holy way. Strengthen me so that I do not turn to the right or to the left, and that my foot is forever removed from evil. Father, fill me with your holy power and freedom from all lust and perversion so that I will no longer live under the curse of a perverse heart. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Now, I know that you noticed that I gave the opening prayer person instead of saying we this, we that, or we the other. Because you have to take up your part in that prayer. You have to choose to make it your own. I'm not going to do it for you. It's time to grow up. Amen? It's time to grow up. You see, when you're just a little one, Somebody comes along with the spoon, they get the food, and they put it in your mouth. And they wait for you to finish playing with the food in your mouth when you decide to swallow it. Well, guess what? We're at a new place now. And you're going to have to pick up your own spoon. And you're going to have to find your mouth. Yes, you're going to waste some of it on your bib, but that's okay. There's plenty of food. And you're going to have to put it in your mouth and decide you're going to go ahead and swallow it. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's the way it goes. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, 
We bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their power. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons. Reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all electronic and digital demons and technology demons and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all brainwashing and Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all water marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, all sorcery devils and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, Sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits, and their attacks. All seducing, womanizing, quartum spirits, and their attacks. The Havana syndrome, brain changers, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology. We bind the violation of teacher-student relations where they enter into sin, perversion, and worldly lust. In Jesus' name, we bind the unclean spirit. We bind the spirit of the sexual predator. This in our schools, Lord, everywhere, and everywhere else. We bind their predatory attempts. We arrest them in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels, your ministering spirits, to see that these persons are properly apprehended in the name of Jesus Christ. And brought to justice. We thank you for the adjudications of the righteous judge in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for the kitchen cabinet scriptures and their execution in Jesus' name. 
Surely all that has been hidden will come to the surface, will come to the light. It will be uncovered in Jesus' name. Even that is right under our noses. Break it in Jesus' name. Break it. I forbid the darkness to remain. Oh, hallelujah. I forbid the darkness to remain. I attack you with the light and the light that is in Jesus Christ. Let that child go. Let that child go. We break your grip and hold in Jesus' name. No fear, no fear, no fear. We bind the fear in Jesus' name. We bind the intimidation in Jesus' name. We bind the seduction in the name of Jesus. We have a roll back on the sexual revolution in Jesus' name. Push back. Push back. Push back in Jesus' name. We bind pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations which are demons. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Misplaced trust. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Blind parents. Blind and deaf to the needs of the child. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that's blinding the parents, preoccupying them, deafening them, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Step in, Lord Jesus. Yes, step in, Holy Spirit. Lord, now the children have become predators of other children. Separate those bathrooms, Lord, once again, in Jesus' name. We bind all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons in their attacks, all microwave attacks, the work of every druid, 
We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and all components. We bind everything coming off the satellite. We bind the work of every pedophile. We strip the covers. Hey, we strip that cloak of innocence off of every pedophile in Jesus' name. Unveiling of the pedophile. Unveiling of the pedophile. Unveiling and revealing of the pedophile. Hey, shadaya. Runda da breka de diosa da barosa da breda da diosa la da dia. Ruka da unveiling of the pedophile. Uruka da breshata. Uncovering. Uruka da bre. Revealing the pedophile. Uruka da breka de dia. Runda da diosa da breka de diosa la da diosa da bruka de diaka. Runda da Yes, Lord. From the least to the greatest, Lord, don't leave anyone out. Uncover every pedophile, every single one, and bring each of them to justice. Thank you, Lord. Hey, we bind our hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, our mystic rituals and their intents. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. Lord, there's more than what that man did. There's more to that. There's more with that Epstein song and dance. It hadn't all come out. We needed you to unroot it, Lord. Bring it from the root. Pull it up. Pull it up. And he's not the only one. There's plenty of them. Let all their dirt come out. We want a cleansing. We want a cleansing. We want a cleansing, Jesus. Father, you said if we ask for righteousness, you wouldn't give us unrighteousness. So we're calling out for righteousness, for purity, for chastity, for cleanliness. We're covered with a cloud of filth. Remove it, Lord. Uh-uh, Lord, don't let any of them get away with it. No, they can't enter into death before they've been uncovered. No, they have to be uncovered first. We thank you. Jesus, thank you. I close the door of death to them until you uncover them. In Jesus' name. Too many lies. Too many lies. Too many lies. Too many cover-ups. Thank you. Thank you, Spirit of Truth. Thank you. We bind Buddhist black magic that helps to cover it up, and Santeria, which helps to cover it up, and Kabbalah, which helps to cover it up, 
and Egyptian magic, which helps to cover it up, and Chaldean magic, which helps to cover it up, and Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, cultish practices which cover it up. Tribal that cover it up. Islander that cover it up. Demonic, satanic, and horrid. That's that cover it up. Break this thing open, Lord God. You're the Lord God of the breakthrough. Uncover their hidden places, Lord. Uncover their hidden places and their nasty secrets in Jesus' name. We bind Haitian, Caribbean, Latin American, black and white magic, and magic of all sorts, types, and orders that cover it up in Jesus' name. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide, which covers it up. We bind all free-flying devils, bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents. And we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devil satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs. And we bind spirits of infirmity, spirits of implant, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, and human reasoning and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, Second Corinthians 10 and 5, in Jesus' name. We bind the transference of evil spirits, mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, besmirch, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop. Defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, undermine, confound, attack, despise, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. Lord, that man I saw in public yesterday and we had that little chat, I need you to save his soul, show enough. You know what I mean. Amen. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. 
This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Returning to sender, all wizardry, black magic, and juju, and tribal rituals that are sin in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, you are prompting me to say this. Father, collard greens are good. Black eyed peas are good. But they don't bring prosperity and they don't bring blessing. They're just food. And any tradition that we have that is not rooted in Christ Jesus is sin. Praise the Lord. Amen. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age movement, great reset, make-believe fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, and spirits, lewdness, perversion, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We thank you. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilic, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet is 72. We bind you and chain you in Jesus' name. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, vow, and their powers in the name of Jesus and those of the associated organizations. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grips, and all that goes with it in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, there is no other God before you, Lord. None. There is none like you. Amen. And that's just the truth. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity and pride and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors in our lives. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, According to the scripture, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and lose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads 
as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, we will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. We bind all the spirits that have followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, or shot at us in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them right back where they came from in Jesus' name. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are persecuted and left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We cover all of our transportation and our vehicles. Yes, Lord. Vehicles, oh yes, and the road we travel with the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that the angels have gone before us to protect us in Jesus' name. We cover our property and ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over any and all demons that want to trespass on our property in Jesus' name. In any way, they want to trespass against us in any way in Jesus' name. We forbid all such infringements and encroachments in Jesus' name, and we command them to stay away in Jesus' name. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the power of God. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your ministering spirit, Father, but most of all your presence in our midst in Jesus' name. We pull out all fiery darts, needles, pins, spirits, voodoo, witchcraft, everything sent to us by the enemy. We hand it right back because it belongs to him. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy. Walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, and divinators and such, and liars. And we break the power of all love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, charms, fetishes, all psychic thoughts and prayers, psychic powers, psychic warfare, pain, torment, destruction, and sickness, jinxes, potions, death spirits, bewitchments, ungodly blessings, chantings, incantations, Incense and candle burning, crystals, root works, tribal rituals, and sin, destruction and sickness, pain and torment. We send it back where it came from in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
and we release the blessings of the Lord over the people of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So, Father, we are looking for this uncovering that you're about to do over the pedophilia, not ministry, I can't call it that. We'll just call it the nasties. The nasties. The nasties. There are some nasties in the world, and we want purity and cleanliness. The nasties have to go. Mm-hmm. The nasties. That's what we're calling it, the nasties. You know, Lord, there's some nasties in high places. There's some nasty in high places and all the wrong places. And, you know, they think they can keep their nasty going forever. But that's just not the case because your church is going to stand up and cry out to our God. You told us the other day to cry out to you and you would help us. Amen? So we're crying out to you about the nasty. Amen. About the nasties. You didn't call us to have to live with the nasties forever. Amen? Yes, people get trapped in sin, but you didn't tell us that we're supposed to pack up and live there. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, glitters but not gold. Glitters but not gold. Glitters, but not gold. Miracle, this is our next beginning, and our commander-in-chief has a severe warning for each saint, each global prayer warrior. Do not assume that this message is from for someone else, and its subject matter is well mastered in your own life. That would be foolhardy, and our God has no pleasure in a fool. Let us be wise as the servants of the only wise God. The capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something is commonly known as influence. Influence. Influence has power. Influence has power. It encompasses the power of person, thing, or event to affect others. Influence has power. I want you to remember that. Whether this power is exerted in full awareness or not, or released openly or in secret, it works the same. 
it works the same, whether it's intentional or not intentional. Whether it's out overtly so everybody can see it or it's done behind closed doors, it still has power, but not more power than Jesus. Amen? In the Old Testament, the Hebrews were warned repeatedly, repeatedly, not to partake of the wicked activities of the surrounding people. In other words, God said it over and over and over and over and over and over again. At some point, it would appear, that the message should have gotten through to them. You see, saints, by following the activities of the worldly people and partaking of their beliefs and way of life, the Hebrews began to serve the other gods or demons of the heathen. Mm-hmm. We are no different today. We are no different today. We are no different today. We are often quite gullible. A gullible person is easily persuaded to believe something. It is a failure in perception and intelligence. It is a failure in perception and intelligence in which a person is easily tricked, deceived, or manipulated into an ill-advised course of action. This weakness and sin, for it is against wisdom, This weakness and sin, for it is against wisdom, is often accompanied by the tendency to believe unlikely propositions or promises that are unsupported by factual evidence or truth. This weakness and sin, for it is against wisdom, is often accompanied by the tendency to believe unlikely propositions or promises that are unsupported by factual evidence or truth. In Psalm 51, it reads, Behold, thou desirest truth, in the inward part. Thou desirest truth in the inward part, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Thou desirest truth in the inward part, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Now, if you aren't receiving wisdom in the hidden part, perhaps you should repent 
of being a fool and embracing foolishness as a lifestyle. Most of us receive this curse from our family line. So when we come to Christ, we must learn by scripture and often through painful experience to obey Psalm 119, verse 63. Psalm 119, verse 63. Psalm 119, verse 63. I am a companion of all them that fear thee and of them that keep thy precepts. I am a companion of all them that fear thee and of them that keep thy precepts. So, if I'm only going to be a companion of all them that fear thee, then that means that I cannot be a companion with those that refuse to fear thee. Nor can I be a companion of them that do not obey your precepts. It's called the sword of the spirit, church. If I'm going to be a companion of all them that reverence you, that means I cannot be a companion of those who do not reverence you. If I'm going to be a companion of all them that obey your precepts, I cannot be a companion of them that refuse to obey your precepts. And Proverbs chapter 2, verse 20. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 20. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 20. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 20 that thou mayest walk in the way of good men. That thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the paths of the righteous. Amen? We must walk the way good men, what God calls good, the way they walk and obey the paths of the righteous. We have to stick with what righteousness is. Amen? Too often, we assume that those with whom we are familiar or even our relatives are a good influence in our lives. Perhaps they deliver mixed results. It happened. Have you asked the Lord to examine carefully each of your associations? That includes all your family members, love, that are above the ground, and I don't mean in a mausoleum. Have you asked the Lord to examine carefully By the way, you get to go with him on this careful journey. Each of your associations 
for spiritual health and soundness before you partake of their thoughts, their beliefs, and their lifestyle. Well, what's stopping you? Of course not. You just plunge right in with your own opinions, your flesh, your own opportunism, your own ignorance, and your own brand of foolishness. That's usually what humans do. Is this a righteous relationship for you? Unfortunately, this is the very same way most of us listen to the news. See, when you turn that thing on, you invite those people into your living room, your bedroom, your kitchen, or wherever it is you happen to be. When you turn it on, they have now received an invitation into your private space. So if it's demons coming across the two, you're the one that invited them in. You didn't think about that. I know. Pastor's going to help you out. Come on. We're going to make it. Amen. Same way. You turn on the radio, and you thought they were spending saying something Christian, and that's not what came out. But when you turned it on, you invited a man. Okay? Your cell phone goes, bing, and you go to see what it is. And you see something, so you just decide to hit on it. And lo and behold, it's demons flying through your cell phone. But when you went, bing, you invited them in. Amen? Amen. That's the way it works. Amen. Unfortunately, yes, this is the way most of us listen to the news. Even on the Internet, you decide this is your favorite person you're going to listen to. Do you sit there and bind those people's demons? No, you don't do that. You just go to listen and everything they say, you go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, well, guess what comes in with the news? The demons too. There you go. You got it. Now you're getting it. Yes. This is the very same way that many embrace newer technology. Newer technology, mm-hmm, Alexa, etc. This is the very same way. We never think to ask the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Truth, any pertinent thing. You know, you can have a fitness a fitness tracker. You can wear one, but it doesn't have to be one that tells everybody on the planet from the pings every single place you are and what you are doing and how fast you're doing it and whether or not your pulse or your blood pressure or your this or your that or your this or your that. The whole world doesn't have to know about every single thing about you. Now, they make them with and they make them without. But when you make your choice, because while you're in the gym, you want to know if you're actually getting into the zone or not, you can choose one without all the extra. 
They make them with and without. Amen? Amen. Amen. But will you pay attention? Well, who knows? We just seem to go with the flow. But when we stand before the Lord immediately after death to give an account of the things done in our body, as an answer, may not work. Can you see yourself? You were driving down the street one minute, and the next minute you're suddenly before the Lord. And then he reminds you of some bright idea you had and executed without his permission. And you think you're going to stand there and say, oh, rethink that. Rethink that. Second Peter, chapter 2. Second Peter, chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. Second Peter, chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation. Back up. Now, it says, the Lord knoweth how. It didn't say the saints know, now did it? Some of you spend your time trying to micromanage the Holy Spirit. You just don't see if you can't make him deliver you of what you want to be delivered of the minute you want to be delivered of. But I'm here to tell you he's God, the Holy Spirit, and you don't run his ship. Some of you think you're so smart and you're so not. Well, I think I need to be delivered of this. He didn't ask you to think. He asked you to obey. You think you can chart your own deliverance in your own course, and you can just go up in the archives and listen to whatever you want and tell yourself when you've coughed three times that you delivered. You need to stop lying to yourself. Your instructions were as follows. Ask the Holy Spirit to take you into the archives to the sermon he wants you to listen to. Those were your instructions. You see, the archives is not a candy store. Well, I think I want some Boston baked beans, and I think I want some chocolate-covered pecans, and I think I want some Butterfingers, and I think I want some fireballs. No, we don't do it that way. This is Christianity. The saints of God, the sons of God, are led by the Spirit of God. And your instructions remain. Ask the Holy Spirit. That requires some humility on your part. To take you into the archive to the sermon that he wants you to hear. Oh, I see this title. And I think I want this. And I think I need to listen. He didn't ask you to think. He asked you to obey. Amen. How you, you know, some of that thinking you've done, that's what got you into the mess you've been in. Amen. It says, the Lord knoweth how. You're not the Lord. Get the point? The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation. It does not say 
he's coming to automatically deliver the ungodly out of temptation. So you have to be in that crew called the godly. The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. They don't want anybody having authority over them and telling them what to do. Presumptuous are they self-will, and they've got a big mouth, too. Amen? Amen. Yes, that's what the Bible says. Notice, saying the progression is this. God is delivering the godly out of temptation. So God can rescue you and me from the temptations that surround us. God can rescue you and me from the temptations that surround us. Yes, it helps to want to be rescued. Wanting is not enough. We must ask Jesus to rescue us. We must be willing to confess our part in the matter, whether via ignorance or foolishness. Pride will not help you here, neither will denial. God is especially persistent with those who follow their own evil. Lustful desires, and this is not limited to sensual affairs. There's all kinds of lust. Lustful desires and thoughts, and those who are proud and willful. They are presumptuous and self-willed, not humble and led by the Holy Spirit. Saints. We are still much too open to the wrong influences in our lives. And God desires, listen up, God desires, God desires to teach us. God desires to teach us how to close that open door. Did you get the point? God does not want you to attack this matter in your own flawed opinion. Did you get that point? Remember, the mind of Christ is in self. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 31. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 31. Proverbs. Chapter 15, verse 31. The ear that heareth the reproof, the correction of life, abideth among the wise. The ear that heareth the reproof 
or the correction of life abideth among the wise. The ear that takes the time to listen to the correction of life lives among the wise, not among the foolish. Proverbs chapter 1, beginning with verse 22. Proverbs chapter 1, beginning with verse 22. Proverbs chapter 1, beginning with verse 22. How long? Ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners, you know, they always have too much to say, delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Fools hate knowledge. It's one of the characteristics of a fool. They hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Turn at my correction, God is saying. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. I don't understand all these these and downs in the Bible. Well, he says, get rid of your foolishness and turn with his correction, and he will make you to know what he's saying. Because I have called... And ye refuse. I've called you before, but you refuse in your infinite wisdom, you see. You think you know it all. So you got the right to refuse when I call you, so you think. I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But ye have said it not, ignored all my counsel, and would none of my reproof. You don't want my correction. I also will laugh at your calamity. Okay, when your roof falls in on your own personal little head, I'm going to sit back and have a good chuckle. I will mock when your fear comes. Oh, you scared now, eh? When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you. See, there are people in this ministry that God has been trying to correct over and 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 over some more. He's been extremely patient with you in long suffering, but you still do just what you want to do when you get good and rich. Well, guess what? He has something for that situation. They shall call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge, and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They didn't want to hear what I had to say about it. And they despise all my reproof, all my correction. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way. He's going to let you have just what you've been going after, but I don't think you're going to like it. 
and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. You can either listen to God and do what he says to do, or you can wish that you had. The choice is yours. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. But a companion of fools shall be destroyed. I don't care if it is your sister. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. And the fool is just going to keep right on going being foolish. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 1. Be not thou envious against evil men, neither desire to be with them. Hello, church. Hey, miracles. Did you get the point? Too many of us have been scanning the material possessions of the unrighteous one and the appearance of their world and lifestyle. Envy and covetousness are best friends, but should they be your friends? I want, I want, I want, and I want can have dangerous consequences. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 1. Better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than an house full of sacrifices with strife. Better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. A dry, crusty piece of bread eaten in peace is better than steak every day along with argument and strife. You see, saints, a full belly is still a full belly. The enemy has tempted too many of us by making the way of the ungodly appear to be desirable. It glitters, but saints, it's not gold. And not only is it not gold, it most certainly is not God. Psalm 73, verse 3. Psalm 73, verse 3. 
Psalm 73, verse 3. For I was envious at the foolish. I was envious at the foolish. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked. You know, it's not enough for you that God has provided you a safe home in a relatively safe environment and that he takes care of your every need. That's just not enough for you. No, you're busy looking over the horizon at somebody's uh, Jaguar and the house they live in and the blah, 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 and their new leather boots and their la, 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 la and all these name brand things that they wear and they don't even know who the people are that they're wearing their name all over their clothes, you know. It amazes me that people are willing to wear somebody else's name that they don't even know. That person could be a Satanist, and you're busy brandishing their name all over your thing. And, yes, Christians do that. Mm. Imagine how that looks from heaven. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Verse 17, chapter Psalm 73, beginning with verse 17. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I therein. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou canst castest them down into destruction. They're going in the pit. And if you keep your eyes on them, you're going to follow them right into it. Psalm 141, verse 4. Psalm 141, verse 4. Incline not my heart to any evil thing, to practice wicked work with men that work iniquity. And let me not eat of their dainties. Incline not my heart to any evil thing, to practice wicked works with men that work iniquity. And let me not eat of their dainties. Don't let me partake of their mess, God. You have to put me on house arrest. I just have to... Be on house arrest till I find out how not to go where I have no business going. God never said that more is necessarily better. Perhaps we should obey the word of God. Overexposure to worldly counsel via the media, the medical community, music, movies, television, magazines, and friends relatives and co-workers and other sources can lead you astray. O my soul, come not thou into their secret, unto their assembly. Mine honor, be thou not united. They can't be your bosom buddies anymore, you get it? Did you get the point? Proverbs 
chapter 19, verse 27. Proverbs, chapter 19, verse 27. Cease, my son, to hear the instruction that causes to error from the words of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Cease, that means stop it. Just shut it down. To hear the instruction. See, they're going to tell you how to do it. That causes to err. This instruction makes you to go in the wrong direction. From the words of knowledge. Shut that down, God says. God says to stop listening to teachings that contradict what you know is right. Some of you have this proclivity, we'll call it. You want to listen to everything that's on Christian TV. You want to listen to this one, that one, that one, that one, this one, that one, and then you want to come here for me to cast out the demons that you got there. Let me explain that to you. Not so. You see, God has informed you, corrected you, taught you, trained you what's right. And we are faithful in telling you not to do that. You know that that part of our beginning, of our opening that goes in the chat room about vetting. Um, Vetting, yeah. Vetting. Vetting. It means that you and the Holy Spirit closely examine things and you wait for the Holy Spirit's approval before you get involved with such. Not after you've been there six weeks. Mm-hmm. Did the Holy Spirit direct you to that teaching? Or is this just your own fleshly self-will at work yet again? Miracle, you have been warned against having itching ears and running after teaching out of your own foolishness and curiosity. Since you have been warned faithfully, but you have chosen to persist in this evil, God is on your case. Expect his arrival. Amen? Rise to the benediction. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And the church said, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Yes, recast. This is your blessing on New Year's Day. God loves you and Pastor loves you too. Amen. Amen.